listen to me. Listen to me. You got one chance. Don't blow it. Just fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just fucking do it. Did you hear us in there, Rollo? Are we going? Oh, we're going. Yeah, we started. Oh, we started. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello, Chris. Hi, how you doing? Mr. Robson, how you doing? Are you all right? I'm good. Good, good, good. Good to see you. Good to see you too. I'm tapping the table and uh, Rollo told me not to do that. But um, all well mm. in the life of Chris Robson? Very well, very yeah. well. I was half expecting... Uh, a large whiskey waiting for me upon arrival well, based on our text. You cancelled that. You cancelled that. That was supposed to be there. I thought we'd start purely professional and then yeah, see where we end 9 up. 9am in the morning. Maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> I think so. To start with uh, <laughs> with this. So what's happening? What's happening in your life? Oh, what's happening in my life? I'm here on Islington Radio giving the fans what they want. It's yeah. a pleasure to be here. Great. Uh, I'm still active with the band, with TRC. We just got finished with a run in December, yeah. playing some shows up and down the UK. Maybe we'll write some new tunes this year. Uh, I'm still coaching away from that because I've got to have a real job as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, got a coaching and personal development brand, just about to launch a YouTube channel, hence the good looking Tom in the studio with us today. Yeah. Filming and taking some photos. And yep. apart from that, uh, doing my best to stay alive after a crazy couple of years. It has been mad, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. I feel like, it, you know, the, the excitement is there now. Things are just starting to open up properly. And I feel it's going to be a good spring and a good summer. So, so what have you done to, to kind of like position yourself to get yourself ready for the year ahead? <sighs> what have I done over the last, how long are we talking? For the last two years? Yeah. Oh, well, let's just go back a bit. So we've all been through the pandemic shit mm -hmm. uh, we've all gone through it uh, in our own way but how have you managed to keep uh, your pecker up how, how have you managed to uh, <laughs> keep yourself <laughs> we go in there this, are isn't, we? A this well. isn't a normal show how, how do you how do you keep yourself kind of like inspired how do you keep yourself going when things feel tough I think for the last couple of years, obviously routine has been a big one. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if we're going to talk about like mental health and wellness and resilience yeah. in this. But How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think we, we, we can absolutely talk about it. Um, but I think it's been about, for me personally, definitely over the last two years, sticking to some kind of routine. I know that sounds like dull and boring, but sometimes dull and boring is the sexy thing. Yeah. So some kind of routine relating to my health and fitness, some type of routine relating to creativity, uh, and just doing my best to uh, keep myself, as you said, keep my pecker up. So. Keep your pecker <laughs> you, you can have that one. Um, since I've known you, I've known you for a few years now. Yeah. Um, you've always had a kind of routine going. Mm. You've always been up early in mm -hmm. the morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not too sure if you're still doing it, but you used to walk very early in the morning. You'd get yourself up and you'd get yourself going. You'd get yourself kind of motivated right off the bat in mm. the morning. Do you mm. still do that? Absolutely. Okay. But I wouldn't say it's about motivation. I'd say it's about habit because people often look for motivation because yeah. I need to get motivated to do something. I'm looking for a motivation. But motivation is like temporary. Okay. Right? It's like fleeting. When you've got habits and when you've got routines, which can take, you know, let's let's be real, they can take a while to like build in. Yeah. Uh, it becomes a lot easier. So for me, if we talk about like routine and habits and discipline, I guess because I come from a background in martial arts, yeah. it's, it's been built into me for a little while okay. so yeah getting up especially first thing it's always for me it's about that like if I can do one thing at the very beginning of the day which is going to help set me up for a good day then yeah I'm on to a winner so a little bit of a walk a little bit of headspace um fresh air 
again, it sounds basic, but but basics work best. So what does it do to you? You know, obviously, it just doesn't start the first time. It doesn't start at six o'clock in the morning or whatever time. You obviously plan this in through your week. You've kind of got into the habit of kind of getting up early, setting yourself up properly for the day, getting out there, getting at it. How important is it? that you get off to a good start. Yeah, I think how you start your day is typically how you finish it. So if you're getting up, for me, it's about like prepping, right? And I, I know that I feel at my best when I've given myself some headspace first thing in the morning. Because I used to, you know, get up, whack on the telly, whack on the radio and have all that kind of like noise and nonsense and negativity just like smashing me from all sides. Um, so to get up uh, and go for a little bit of a walk, get a little bit of headspace, set your intention for the day, set your intention for the week, and just check in with how I'm actually feeling. Okay. You just give yourself a little bit of, uh, yeah, like I said, headspace. And of course, it's good for your, your body as well. You know, everyone's now aiming for this like 10,000 steps yeah. kind of daily target. You know, if you can get that done um, early doors, not necessarily all 10,000, but at mm -hmm. least you're kind of like moving in the right direction. Okay. So for me, it's just about setting my body up in the right way, setting my headspace up in the right way, and uh, yeah, moving into the day with a little bit of intention. Okay, and what about um, diarising? What do you kind of sit there? Do you get everything planned in? Do you get a diary? Do you know what's going to happen from the moment you wake up in the morning until no. you go to bed at night? No, no, I don't. I've kind of like, I've got a few things that I do, what we call like non-negotiables. So yeah. it's always walk, always water, and always some kind of like exercise. Yeah. Not not every single day, but at least like four times a week. Yeah. I will definitely schedule that in. But in terms of working to a schedule and I've tried that, trying to be like, um, you know, this hour I do this, this hour I do that. For me it didn't work. It's almost like too restrictive. Okay. And then when you start not delivering on that, yeah. You start beating yourself up saying, Well I don't feel as organized I should be people saying that I should be working to a a, a schedule that you know, if you if you're not as organised as this, you're not as on it. But for me, yeah, it just it didn't work. And I know a lot of the personal development type stuff uh, will say that you have to be like that. But I think it's about finding what works for you as an individual, and then uh, giving that a go, seeing if it works, and if it doesn't, scrap it, move on, and then uh, and then try something else. But you you must have some plan of the week. You must oh yeah, have some... don't just get up and yeah, like drift kind of around. But in terms yeah. of like diarising and yeah. okay, so if I'm working with coaching clients, they'll of course be in the diary. But in terms of like fifteen minutes read, now I will meditate at eight oh five. Now I don't I don't do you that. Don't do that. It's like get up, a little bit of a morning routine, which is water and lemon, go for a walk. Yeah, a little fifteen minute meditation. Um but no, in terms of like scheduling absolutely every single thing in. You don't do that. No, I don't do that. You've tried it, but it I've tried work. it and just yeah, it it doesn't work for me. Okay. What about you're a you're a very creative person? Uh, you've got TRC, your band. Yes. Um, and as a passion project as much as anything. Yeah, absolutely. You've been doing this for years. Tw nearly 20 years. 20 years. Oh, yeah, 20 yeah. years. It's nearly a long time. Years. So, But you integrate this into your life, obviously, your work life. So you're running kind of like parallel projects yeah is that right it's, or it's do just, they they just intertwine they just kind of you you just balance it well out. now now it's it's definitely more of like a, a part-time passion project but still very passionate about it we, we can't tour as much as we used to mm -hmm. you know there was a time when we were signed and we were touring a lot more putting out albums when we were being played on like radio one and all that kind of things when we were bigger quote unquote now other guys in the bands have got full-time careers that they can't afford to step out from i'm lucky i've run my own business so yeah. okay that comes with its own risk taking time out and going on tour because you're not earning as much and all the rest of it but I've got a little more flexibility but the other guys yeah uh, they've got jobs they've got 
kids, so it's a lot harder to go, you know, we're just going on a jolly for, for three weeks, so yeah. we're going to call it work. Okay. But we're still, we, we still schedule in a few tours um, every year, like, but they're usually weekenders. What started as like month-long tours, we've whittled it down to like three or four dates, and yeah. we, we wonder how, how many times you, a, How many times a year will, will you do that? Four times a year, probably. So it's getting less. 100%, go, yeah. simply for the fact by, you know, we got all the energy on the first show, it gets to the fourth show, I'm <laughs> fucked, man. <laughs> like, as much as I try and look after myself, I'm 36 now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's still good fun. Yeah. And the fact that we can still go out up and down the country, go to Europe, and you still get a bunch of nutters turn up, jumping off stage, going mad, singing your lyrics back to you. It's like, yeah, yeah this is why we do it. Uh, exactly. Sometimes when we go to go on tour, it's like, oh, here we go again, man. You know, all the hot spots, Wigan, Grimsby, yeah. Barnsley. You can't, you can't buy class, mate. <laughs> yeah. So with, um, so obviously we're uh, directing this show towards creatives yeah. uh, on Islington Radio. Um, so what would you say to people that are in the thick of it? Uh, they're trying to make it with their projects, whatever it may be. It might be music, it might be art, it might be anything like that. Mm. What would you say when, if people are losing faith in what they're doing, what would you do? What would you say to mm. motivate these people to keep the faith and keep going? I would say, one, play the long game. I think now, especially where everyone is all over social media, it can appear that success happens a lot quicker than perhaps it actually does. And people are often playing this, and I've been guilty of this as well, playing this comparison game. You're looking at people on Instagram or YouTube, you're thinking, well, I should be there now. How have they got it so quickly? Um, I think you've got to play the long game. Secondly, if you genuinely believe in your gut, it is for you, yeah. then stick it out. There's that old saying, right? Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And there'll always be people saying, what a ridiculous thing. Why are you bothering chasing this? I mean, I still get it now from people I love, you know, going away for a weekend. They're like, what are you doing, man? Like, still, you're still doing that silly yeah, little yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. But if it feels right to you and yeah. you've got that passion and it burns and it's what you enjoy doing, then you'd be silly not to pursue it. And not only not to pursue it, but not to keep it going for as long as possible. Because I think there's a difference, right? People get to a certain age and then they think, oh, I should probably like knock it on the head now. Because life starts to get in the way, families, bills, responsibilities. But if it's something that really lights you up and you know it's the only thing that maybe that lights you up, then I'd say try and try and do it for as long as possible. Um, and yeah, when it gets to the point where you're thinking, should I jump? Just make sure you do, you know, I, I'm not one to just tell people to like quit your job and go, you know, live in a van for a year. But if it gets to a point where you think, actually, do you know what? It's about giving this a punt and, and seeing if we could do it. Then, as the uh, the name of this show suggests, you should probably just fucking do it. Absolutely. You know. Uh, so, what do you deal? Uh, how do you deal with people? Obviously, people have got people around them. Uh, you've got people that love you uh, around you. They want the best for you. You've got other people that are your mates. Um, you want to do something. You've got people you know, talking in your ear saying, listen, why don't you stop doing that? Why don't you settle down a bit more? Why don't you do this? What do you say to people that are in the thick of it, but they're getting some negative comments, they're getting some negative uh, advice, mm. maybe, uh, to maybe do something a bit more serious? Would you jack it in? Would you continue? Would you keep them as friends? Would you find new friends? What would you do? Uh, me, personally, I'd just keep on going down the same path as I have done. But to anyone listening to this that's maybe, like, facing 
that type of thing. I feel that if you're, you, you know, you're really passionate and you're following what you're meant to be following, real friends tend to stick around and those voices then tend to get a bit quieter as, as you go. But I understand what you're saying. If it's like partners or wives. What or... do you do if you've got a partner that doesn't believe in what you're doing or what you, you know, you, you don't have the same vision, what do you do? I think you're with the wrong partner. I think you have to be on a shared vision, surely. Okay. Would you not say? 100%. Yeah, I've, I've experienced it myself, you know, where you're trying to do something and you're concerned about even saying something to your partner or mm -hmm. your friends because you're worried about what's going to come back, which you feel will set you back because it's a bit of a knock. Yeah, but then that maybe that's like a completely different topic and I'm not a relationship expert, yeah. but I just feel if, if that's the case, you're not, you can't fully own what you're passionate about and you can't fully own what you want to do because you're scared of one upsetting your partner or and of course there has to be a like give, bit of give and take it can't be pure selfishness well I'm just going to go and do what I want to do and to yeah. hell with the consequences for you lot but I feel if, if you really feel like your partner doesn't believe in you and doesn't buy into you and won't support you in taking what you're doing to that next level then uh, I don't know maybe some <laughs> some stronger conversations need to be had or at least go away and think about what am I actually doing it okay so you I, I imagine that you hang around with very positive people um yeah i do yeah 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 yeah. And what what do you do if you've got people that are in your circle or maybe they're not in your circle for the, for that very reason what do you do do you gravitate towards more positive people i, don't know, I think want... like i think like attracts like right i don't think it's like i've put on this label i'm going to be positive today and then i'm only hanging but around you are with a positive, positive person i am you? yeah yeah and i'd say i get that from my mum yeah like 100 percent. she's she's always like glass half full it can be done type attitude yeah and i understand some people aren't but I'm also not of the belief. There's this all this stuff on, you know, Instagram memes and all the rest of it. It's like sack off your your, your friends who don't want it more. If, if they've like come up with you, maybe they just don't have the same drive, and that's okay. That said, if you feel they're pulling you down mm -hmm. and they are uh, slowing your progress and they're not like adding to your project, then I, I, as I said, I just feel that stuff tends to filter out. Anyway, okay. and sometimes you have to make a decision, right? And be okay. like, okay, this, this, not only they're not adding anything to me, but I'm not actually adding anything to their life sure. anyway. Okay. What about finance? Because obviously money's massive uh, in life. <laughs> it certainly L is. London, living, anywhere that you live, you've got to, you know, support your family. You've got to support your passion project. You've got to support yourself. Uh, as I said, we're directing this at creatives. Mm. How, what, what do you do? I mean, if you're not particularly great at money, mm -hmm. Um, you've never been good at money. It doesn't mean that you can't be good at money. Mm -hmm. uh, let's just add that. But what do you do um, as if you feel, if you find yourself between a rock and a hard place? You're trying to do your passion project, but you've got to pay the bills. Mm. What do you do? Yeah, it's tough. And, and I'll be real with you. I never used to be that good with money. I'd always like earn okay, but I never had an understanding of it. And I'd never studied it and I I always used to tell myself I was bad with money so then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy Absolutely. I was earning it and then you spend it and then you kind of always back to square one so the first thing I'd say is like go away yep. and learn about personal finance like no matter how much you earn I don't care if you're on 100 grand a year 30 grand a year 20 grand a year just like spend some time understanding the basics and the fundamentals because when I did that it changed everything okay just because then I was almost like working to a plan and working to structure it wasn't just bouncing paycheck to paycheck yeah and because of the nature of my work both as a personal trainer and now as a coach like 
it, it can fluctuate income. Some months it's up here, some months it's down here. And for me, it was about working to a plan, sticking to that plan, um, and yeah, just like building on solid foundations. Okay. But in, in terms of your question, how do you balance needing to uh, work a full-time job versus like a creative project? I think that has to be the case for a while. And I think you're going to have to do that, balance that creative project, and then say no to a lot of the other distractions. Maybe that will have to be your life for the next year, two years, three years, however long it takes so that you can eventually replace that full-time job with the creative passion project once that's up and running i do feel too many people sometimes maybe jump too early i'm all for like just fucking do it and i'm all for imperfect action and i'm all for going for it um but i also feel you need a bit of a buffer and a bit of security there so that you can do that absolutely so um what I'm trying to work out is <clears throat> I'm trying to think about our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got some young guys starting out in the creative uh, fields, whatever they're doing, writing a book, mm-hmm. uh, which you did, mm-hmm. I remember, mm-hmm. uh, being in a band mm-hmm. uh, or other. Um, is there anything, any practical, pragmatic kind of things that people can do to get themselves set up properly because you're only as good as the foundations that you're mm. on mm-hmm. so any advice for anyone that's no as I, as I said i think it's about for me it's about going away learning the basics of like again unsexy but that's what we do it's like learn the basics of budgeting learn the basics of a little bit of saving learn the, the basics of a little bit of investing um and then yeah, I think you just you'll just have to balance it. I'm not a financial expert, so I don't want to be given like financial yeah, ad- yeah, advice yeah. here, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I understand the struggles of having to, to, and then you almost feel like, well, I don't even have the time to properly commit to like my creative project because I'm so busy and so worried about putting food on the table and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, I, all I can say is like that's the that is the struggle, right? And you're just yeah. going to have to go through that for a little while. But how somebody like yourself, I've known you for quite a few years now, you've never deviated away. You've kind of gone down no, the road. I have, I have. No, but I mean to, you've never given up. You've never stopped. You haven't stopped. You're still doing your music. Yeah. Yeah, it's your passion project. You could have easily gone, listen, you know, forget that and let's not continue with that. And just gone down the road of investment and finance and buying properties Yeah, but it doesn't light me like up, that. doesn't light me up. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It, with, with the kind of audience that we are looking mm. at, um, it's really important to stay on track somehow mm. and keep that. How do you keep focused on the dream when you've got... Uh, the practicalities to deal with. Well, first, it's not. I don't think look at it as a dream. Okay. I look at Why it as not? An, it's a goal. It's an end date okay. because a dream, it's just ethereal okay. and it's, it sounds like it's not going to happen. Okay. So it's a goal. It's a target. Maybe it's a vision, and it's about working towards that. Okay. And also understanding that, get like what's the what's the quote? It's like be stubborn with the vision, but flexible with the plan. Okay. It's like I've always had an idea of how I want things to be in ten years' time, but previously when you start working towards it. Uh, and that doesn't go right. You start beating yourself up. Oh, sorry, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm. I'm not worthy. I'm not gonna get up there. Now it's like, okay, cool. That didn't work. Instead of like quitting, it's about pivoting and exploring a slightly different route. So the stuff that I've done has naturally evolved, but I still feel like it's moving in the right direction of that vision okay. that I've got 
but things change the along the things road change. as well. And, and it's about being open to that and it's about embracing that. So being flexible. Being flexible, yeah. Okay. yeah. So what about discipline? Obviously, discipline plays a massive part in your life mm -hmm. uh, through martial arts, mm -hmm. through your music, through mm -hmm. your businesses that mm -hmm. you're doing. How do you nurture that. Okay, so I, I, I would suggest here, and this has been like really big for me and some of the coaching clients that I work with, people try and get disciplined across like so many different areas, like yeah. blanket discipline. If you feel like you're not disciplined in life and you lack discipline, whether with like finances or, you know, committing to a creative project or whatever, like pick one area, don't worry about trying to do everything, pick one area, work on that, small wins, like little tiny goals bit by give bit a, give us an example uh, okay let's say thing. like finances for example let's right. say someone's trying to improve their financial situation yeah. and they keep saying they're going to save a massive amount of money so that they can do xyz instead of doing like getting super fixated on that end goal and you've got no prior evidence that you're actually good at doing that let's say you're trying to save i don't know 500 quid a month 200 quid a month whatever it might be and you've got no evidence that you've done that well and every time you've tried it's gone wrong. Let's reverse it even further. Like 50 quid, 25 pounds. It's about building the discipline and building the muscles and building the evidence that you are someone that can go out there and do that. And sometimes we need to like, yeah, get excited by those big goals that we want to achieve, but make the actual stepping stones smaller so that we can go out there and do them consistently. And then you suddenly look, well, hang on a minute. I am actually someone that's good at saving money. I've saved X, Y, and Z over the last couple of of months whereas before you put too much away you've run out of money you've taken out the account you spent it again so it's yeah. about like building that evidence so it's and baby just, steps baby steps man yeah play the long game like i said people are always in a rush yeah. and i get it because there's that energy and that enthusiasm you want to go out there and you want to change your life and you want to improve but i can only speak from experience when i've made like longer term sustainable change it's because i've broken it right down and like got super dull, super boring, and just taking those baby steps. Okay, and what about negative self-talk? Everybody's got them. Oh, massive. Got it. I'm sure you have, I have. How do you deal with that? If you've got that kind of chatterbox in your head going, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this, maybe we should give up on that, what do you do? Um, so I would seriously recommend everyone either experience at least working with like a coach or a therapist or a mentor just to have someone to like, untangle a lot of the spaghetti that you've got in your mind because you know what it's like if it just stays up in your head it becomes a lot worse yeah it just like it, yeah. it amplifies it but yeah. when you can actually bleh he's left his phone on outrageous sorry about that keep that in <laughs> that's my that's my uh that is for my car uh, to be moved off a parking space um sorry about that it's yeah go on Chris <laughs> after you where were we? Keep it real. Where were we? I can't remember. I'm now. sorry, I can't help That's you. Right. I, think, I think you've got to remember your own lines, mate. I've got to remember mine. Um, Just kind of the baby steps of keeping. We were talking it. about baby steps. Yeah. Negative self-talk. Uh, self so when it's in your head, yeah, uh, it, it's just amplified. But when you've got someone there that can support you in, I guess, understanding your thinking and, and like verbalizing what's going on, and playing it back to you, uh, and having like a bit of a verbal sparring partner or a thinking partner. Um, it just, for me anyway, it's made it a lot easier to deal with a lot of the negative self-talk. And I, I don't, I also like try and understand where it's coming from because a lot of it is coming from your ego, right? It's yeah. like your ego trying to keep you safe because very often when we're trying to go from here to here, we have to shift our identity. We have to become someone new. Yeah. What got us here won't necessarily get us there. 
So that like negative self-talk is our ego's way of trying to like keep us safe from putting ourselves out there at risk and all yeah. the rest of it. But you've got to ask yourself, okay, cool. I understand where that's coming from. Thanks very much. But is that helping me? Is that kind of thought actually helping me? And also what's the worst that could happen? Like what's the worst that could happen if I Absolutely. did actually step out there? Okay. And I get it. But like I, 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 if you know, if it's like chronic and you really do struggle with a lot of negative self-talk, go out and get support. Whether that be, you know, as I said, a coach, a therapist, mentor, someone that's like trod the tracks before you. Absolutely. Um, I think support, I think community, I think, um, yeah, having the right conversations can with other people can help a lot so that you're not always having like self-sabotaging negative conversations with yourself. Absolutely. I find that when I listen to podcasts, which I listen to uh, maybe two, three hours a day, um, all positive stuff, mm-hmm. um, I find that it just quietens the noise, mm-hmm. you know, the negative self-talk. Do you listen to self-help podcasts? Do you read positive books on positivity? Mm-hmm. Do you read books on mentorship? What do you do? What can people do to... Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's for me, it's like... Yes and no. I feel like there's a lot of good stuff out there, but I also think there's a lot of surface level crap out there that just tries to like paint over the cracks. And people were just like, you know, I'll just read a, um, a motivational quote on Instagram and everything will be okay. I think I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't buy into that. Uh, and you know, I've, I've, I guess I've fallen victim to that in the past. But a lot of the unresolved stuff was like still holding me back. But yeah. I do agree with you that in terms of like environment is super important and not just environment in you know keep your room tidy make sure you do your dishes like what are you actually feeding your mind on a daily basis and i think there's a difference between just like blind positivity like let me listen to 10 minutes of you can do it tony robbins jumping up and down as amazing as i think he is um i do think yeah like feeding your conscious and subconscious mind with like the right stuff is of course going to be beneficial okay so we're talking about feeding our minds what about feeding our bodies um what about nutrition yes it's important can we talk about that <laughs> yeah, i know you pro- you're probably going fuck <laughs> off i don't want to talk about this shit but i find i just find that obviously um every bite that you put in your mouth changes your physiology it changes your mental state it changes who you are mm-hmm. uh bite by bite i know it sounds yeah, yeah. nuts but it's true that's no, true but kind of like you were talking earlier about um uh, hydrating getting water into your body yeah yeah what are we 70 percent water or something, something like that, that some, yeah. you know whatever that is so how important to you is good food? That, yeah, like massively. You'll be really disappointed with what I had before I came in here. What I did, did you ch- have? Cheese twist. Cheese twist. Like, oh, yeah, no. like, you know, the deep fried, like not even deep fried, like yeah. baked cheese and butter twist. Yeah, I was at my mum. She had been to a cooking class. She said, look, let's, let's, well, we'll let's do that. We'll edit that one out, don't worry. No, well. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, uh, yeah, but on but the yeah, whole, yeah. On, on the do? level, oh, that, that I almost think I've got like OCD with. Which so, is a, can, you just, like, can you just explain from, from <laughs> my very simple kind of understanding of food and uh, high, uh, nutrition and everything like this, I just know that if you're eating shit, you are basically... <laughs> you're a bag of shit, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the way that Almost. I see it. Yeah, yeah. I just think that if you're eating McDonald's, if you're eating, stuff where did like, I last see you? Uh, where did I last see? You? I think it was in McDonald's. <laughs> yes. I was walking. Just you know, for the listeners listen, here or the watch listen, the viewers, listen, I was walking eat- past and you were in McDonald's, yeah, tucking but, in on your own. You but, can't even like. But I'm, can I defend? I was working. I was, yeah. I was just. <laughs> All right, Chris. 
So not even with the kids just sitting in there taking into yeah, a McVeg or whatever. No, there's nothing it's, wrong it's with vegetarian. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with uh, feel good food, no. Right. Just occasionally, well, like of a course, twist. Of course, like a twist. twist. I'm quite yeah. winding you up. Yeah, of course, nutri- of course, nutrition's important. Uh, but I also understand it is a minefield for people, and there's so much out there now. Like, what should I follow? What shouldn't I follow? Um, but again, coming back to that idea of like building on solid foundations, if it's something you haven't given much consideration to, like start to pay attention to it, like do do the work, you know, like it it, it, it it can take a lot of, you know, it can take a lot of effort to understand it. But again, it's like what works for your body individually, because what works for Terry might not work for me and, and, and vice versa. But as long as you're covering like the baselines of like yeah. good quality, you are getting enough vegetables, fruit and water, um, then yeah, I'm not going to say whether you should be veggie or vegan or meat eater, or whatever. I eat meat, but pay but attention to what you're eating. I think, pay, pay, but yeah, be mindful. Be a, it's like self awareness, isn't it? It's yeah. like what are you putting in your body? Okay. If it's always Kentucky and hobnobs, yeah, probably going to feel bad. But I also understand that people do lead busier lives now. It's harder, but at the same time, sometimes you do just have to pull your finger out and just fucking do it. I, ju- I must. I must. Uh tell you i had a mcdonald's last night as well. again yeah but that's right. twice in that's twice in only two days so t- <laughs> um, Not bad. just two days um what i was going to ask you uh, sleep as mm. well yeah, I yeah these are all the i remember you going to bed i remember i used Sad, to see i used to see you as real rock and roll and everything like that and i remember you saying to me uh yeah don't call me after 10 i'm in bed yeah or something like that yeah yeah is that still the still case, the case mate. What, what's because i get up at five right so yeah. I like to get six and a half, seven hours sleep, yeah. which is probably still not enough. But for me, yeah, yeah. Um, sleep's everything, right? Is it's it? Like, can you yeah, just can body you just reset, reset your body, reset How? your brain. Tell us, tell us a bit more. Well, I'm not a scientist, man, but, but like for you, what of, does it do? What does it it wait, to you? leads me to waking up feeling refreshed. It means that I'm more. Uh, on it more focused the next day my body recharges more it's come on man this is like this is obvious and I think that's one thing that everyone could pretty much do is like work on getting better sleep and a lot of the people that I work with in like a coaching capacity very often it's something that they want to improve yeah but I feel now we do live in an live in an environment which makes it harder and harder right everyone's on screens everyone's got a telly in the bedroom everyone's on their phone like last and what does it do night. to you if you're on if you've well, got that, blue, blue I think light blue light time, right yeah. it's the blue yeah. light it like plays havoc with the hardwiring in your brain which actually keeps your brain stimulated again i don't know the science behind this but it keeps your brain stimulated so you don't go into deep REM you don't sleep. go into deep you need to you need to run this man don't no, go into like deep uh, yeah you don't go into that deep REM rapid eye movement sleep which is where your body fully recovers and mm-hmm. and, and recharges um so yeah, I mean, sleep, sleep, sleep's massive. Sleep, nutrition, finances, yeah, get it sorted. <laughs> okay, so if uh, we're talking to creatives here, a lot of creatives that I know, they're up late, you're, right? You're a bit of a fucking weirdo. I'm a weirdo, you're, you're a bit yeah, of I know. A fucking weirdo. I know. You most are, right? that's yeah. the thing. Most creatives is like late nights, right? Yeah. They 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 almost come alive at night. That's when they get their 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 work done. So maybe it is something you just have to you have to sacrifice and ultimately you have to suffer for your craft but know that it's probably not optimal for your health and your well-being yeah. but that's okay right it's, it's, it's i don't know like i just i just feel that sometimes some things will have to give and some things will have to suffer and if you are committed and focused to doing your best work and you do your best work at like two in the morning or three in the morning then it is what it is maybe you've got to have a nap or you go away and do a little reset and a rest but it's different if you notice it like significantly impacting your health 
yeah. and your relationships and, and all the rest of it. What about procrastination? Everyone kind of procrastinates, puts things off and everything. How do you deal with that? How do you... Okay, here's what... This, this, was, this, is, this was big for me. Like procrastination is often thrown around as if it's all about laziness, right? It's like we're just putting it off, being lazy, could do it. And I'm not talking about like the little tasks. I'm on about procrastinating on doing the things that you know you want to do, not just need to do, but want to do to take your life or your business or your career to that next level. You know, whether it be launching, putting that music out that you're still like unsure of, whether it's launching that uh, new business venture, YouTube channel, guilty. Um, Whatever it might be, it's not about being laziness. Very often it comes from a place of like fear. Okay. It's like a fear of putting yourself out there. Okay. It's like, how will, how will this be received? How will this be judged? What might other people say? So it's easier to go and fill yourself with So what do you do? How, what would you do? You know, you, imagine Chris, maybe five or ten years ago, mm. uh, you, you were in the band, that you were in TRC then, you've been yeah, around yeah, a yeah, long yeah. time, but you were procrastinating with other bits and pieces. How did you change from being that person and honestly, to man, this person? I, I still procrastinate on some things, and that's just being... That's being real, right? I'm, I'm not no like personal development guru or anything like that. I, st I still procrastinate on some things, but it's about understanding where that comes from and then doing the work to get past that fear. So for me, even when we've spoken in the past, right, whether it be like podcasting or putting myself out there more or launching the YouTube channel, I was just saying like I was busy doing other things. It was coming from a fear of like, oh Christ, I've got to put myself out there. I've got to show a little bit of vulnerability. I've got to launch this. Um, and that's a nervous place, but it's almost focusing, okay, cool, we understand what that fear is. What's on the other side of that? Like, let's then spend some time exploring how might life look when we get past that. And when you can tap into that future compelling vision, um, it becomes a lot easier to actually, like, do it. And sometimes you will just have to, like, press the button and say, right, let's let's go. Yeah, Let, let's Let's do it. And I think, again, coming back to the idea of, like, support and mentors, coaches, accountability, peer groups, where what you want to do is like the norm. Um, yeah, it makes it a lot easier to, to actually like get out there and, and, and do it. Okay. Because well, then you also, sorry, you also yeah. suddenly realize like there's this whole idea of like the spotlight effect, isn't it? We all often think that whenever we launch something, everyone is focused on us. No one cares. Everyone's so worried about themselves. No one actually cares. Like you make it a lot worse in your head than it than it is it's so you're building this be. you're building this you're thing in your head this exactly. monster in your head yeah um when i met you i think we met at a gym many years ago um when i had big muscles absolutely like and um uh, that's quite a long time ago now it's about 15 years ago i think maybe no, 10, must 10? Be 10 no, no it's longer than that it's Was longer it? than 10, 10 years ago but um even then i remember i don't know if you were obsessed with exercise but uh you do i remember you doing a lot then, yeah. do you still do a lot now? How important it is yeah, but to I, you I still, in your life? Yeah, again, again, it's like an OCD thing with me, like nutrition and exercise, which is probably not being real with you that healthy. I could probably like tone it down a bit, but I know as a foundational for me, feeling good, it's, it's what I need to do. Um, but uh, yeah, I still exercise, but I've had to scale it right back now because 36, right? I'm at the end of my career. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But no, I do, I do, I do, I do definitely feel it. So I've had to change the way I exercise, change the way I train. So before it was all about crash, bang, wallop, martial arts, weights, you know, the, the, the typical like trying to be the alpha male type stuff. Um, still lift weights, still do martial arts, but scaled back and also do a lot more mobility and walk in. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, so how important, so if we're thinking about the creatives again, 
your creativity, oh. how does uh, exercise impact your creativity? Okay, so so for me, for me personally, exercise impacts my creativity by, if I can get like, whether it be a walk early morning or a gym session first thing, like get those endorphins going, which are those feel good hormones, right? So you leave the gym feeling good, you feel upbeat. Um, I, I just feel a lot more on purpose that day. Um, but I would just say to any listener, it's about, again, tapping into what works for you. If at the minute you're not exercising much, but you're feeling really good about your creative work or your designs or your music or your whatever it might be, then you don't need someone to say, right, now you need to start exercising. Like, I think, yes, you do for general well-being and health. And I can only speak for myself in terms of how it makes me feel physically, mentally and emotionally, which I think if I'm feeling good physically, mentally and emotionally, that's only going to benefit anything I do. But if at the moment, you know, you hear of artists and musicians and that that actually write some of their best stuff when they're feeling like crap. Yeah, fucked, yeah. yeah exactly, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So you're not suddenly going to say, well, put that down and start eating some kale. Like, yeah. But yeah, for, for me personally, it, so it's moving a foundation. Yourself, moving your DNA, moving your physiology, uh, getting yourself moving yeah. is important to you, yeah? For me, for me personally, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And what about um, stuff away from your main passion project? So if we call it a passion project, that's why I call it anyway, your creativity. Yeah. Do you have other things to distract you as in having fun in your life? You build in other fun things into your life, not just your creativity. That can drive you crazy as well, can't it? Yeah, if you're yeah. so submerged in your creativity, you can drive you but fucking I think you do. Nuts, I think, no? you, I, yeah, but I think you do also have to be obsessed with it. I know at the minute, because we've done the hard yards with TRC, now it can be, but I think if you're trying to get something off the ground, mm -hmm. um, you have to have that obsession and you have to say no to distractions or mm -hmm. those shiny objects that might pop up. And you have to be disciplined, like we're saying. You know, I know when, when before, we've even said it, like when I was trying to launch the initial podcast, um, sometimes because of that like fear of putting myself out there i would allow myself to get distracted by oh weekend trip to ibiza again like but now i'm taking weekend trips to ibiza or wherever and i'm going to incorporate them into the youtube and the brand and it's going to be part of it because that's something i've got to that stage now where it's like you know what for this next stage of project robson or project forward motion whatever project me it's about saying yes to things that i enjoy but encompassing all of it and putting it all into the brand. Uh, how important is it to, I remember years ago we were talking and you wanted to maybe not show TRC yeah, to man. your clients yeah. because you were worried that um, it, you know, people would see thing. this fucking hardcore yeah. uh, Chris Robson and then they would see this articular <laughs> guy <laughs> and you, you were concerned about that. Really concerned. But now you've kind of gone, no, oh, mate. it's as Put one. It we're yeah, one. And, we're and, one. And I think How that important is that? Huge. And I think that can be quite, you know, quite a thing for a lot of creatives that I know as well. It's like they've got that work identity or that nine to five identity, that, that normal identity that everyone knows. And then they've got this creative passion project or this venture that they're really proud of, but they're scared to like tell other people about. And even though it's like, I don't know if it's imposter, it's probably not imposter syndrome, but even though TRC were doing really well, we were playing like Download and Sonosphere and doing all these tours. And there was, I was worried about how Perception. people would receive it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and, and again, like being real with you, that's something that's always, I've always struggled with is that like, how will this person view me? Or how will this person view me over here? How? But now it's got to the point, it's like, I am who I am and all of these elements make me up. And the, the, the ironic thing is, the more I shared 
TRC or whatever it is, the more people actually buy into who you are as a person. And they, the more it attracts the right people into so your life. So they see you as a multifaceted person, interesting, and, and multifaceted that, uh, human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I don't know about the listeners here or the viewers, but sometimes there can be this like, I guess it, maybe it's like an identity crisis where it's like, who am I? Am I, so for my example, it's like, am I the personal trainer? Am I the executive coach? Am I the frontman of TRC hardcore band? Am I a podcast? It, and it was like, which one am I? And who do I introduce and, and, and how? And now actually it's like, no, I am this. And these things all make up me and that was really like really empowering and that took a while man yeah that like it yeah. really took taking taking it's taken years yeah it's taken years but i think the more you can lean into those weird quirky things that make you you the more people will want to and it, it'll just it, you'll just feel a lot it sounds a bit naff but you just feel a lot more free sure. you feel like you've lost a lot of the like yeah. crap the, and the way yeah, like, the who should i be baggage, who should I? Yeah. just 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 put yourself just out there and do be, it. just fucking do it just man. fucking do it um right i think we're coming to the end of the show our first show and uh, i think it's been pretty good um is there anything you'd like to chuck in uh, can people find you anywhere no I'm an, I'm they can't find you anywhere. No, of course you can. Where can they find you? <laughs> if you're interested, guys, in checking me out, um, the main social media platform I'm active on is Instagram, at It's Chris Robson. I'm just about to launch a YouTube channel, so this interview has come at a nice timing as, uh, as well, so thank you very much. Um, where else? Yeah, Instagram, YouTube, just search It's Chris Robson I'll be about. If you want to check out TRC, which is my hardcore band. Just go on YouTube, check out TRC, a couple of tracks for you, 10,000 hours, gold medal music. Had over a million views now. I checked the other day. I was like, I'm happy with that. Nice. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. If only we were getting paid for them, though, rather than the label. <laughs> it'll come. Uh, it'll come. Uh, anywhere else. And if you want to check out the podcast, it's called Forward Motion. If you like that, um, you know, bite-sized personal development goodness to support you in leveling up, getting unstuck, and staying in forward motion, then, uh, yeah, check it out. Wonderful. It's a wrap. Good to speak to you, mate. Muchas gracias. This has been an Islington Radio production.